who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested, and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Where old stories take on a new life and the world is teeming with possibilities. Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz. Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with. Okay, Gown. Let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales. Hello, it's the IGN UK podcast. It's Friday. It's been a very long week for me and you two, yeah, Dale yeah. and Matt. When you said hello like that, I felt the urge to not make eye contact with you. I don't know why. Well, I, I, thought you about, I thought that was about to turn into like a little musical jingle. <laughs> it was very really? sing-song. Yeah, it's kind of like I was hosting some sort of variety show. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that. Nah. Nah. Well, this is a variety show of sorts. We've just got films, we got games. Oh, okay. It is a variety show when you think about it. Last, last week we had a script reading. We did, so yeah. We kind of do everything. We got rid of the garage, probably for the best. Yeah, uh, now we've got scripts rewrote. Yeah, That's you, the new feature. <laughs> you guys have been transatlantic this week. We have. Yeah, been over in Montreal. Been in the land of poutine. And mm. we climbed a mountain. Mm. you got to do that my, every yeah. time. It's my you? third time up is that it? mountain. It's yeah. only my yeah. first time up the mountain. It How is beautiful. it without the snow? A lot fucking easier, <laughs> surprisingly. <laughs> um, do you know what? It's very beautiful at the top of the river, whether you're in summer or you're in winter. Oh. I recommend it. If you go to Montreal, go Lovely. up the Mount Royal. It's a nice place. A lot of good food in Montreal as well. Yes, mm. very good food. Anyway, while you were away, I went to see a little film called Joker. I've heard of this film. Ooh. I've seen a poster for it in my local tube station. <laughs> I'm not going to go in-depth on it, because I think... Only me and Jesse so far on the team have actually seen it, mm. and we're all seeing it together again next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think in a couple of weeks we'll do a more spoiler section at uh-huh. the end of a podcast where we can go in depth about it. So I'm briefly just going to tell you that I think this film is absolutely <laughs> incredible. I mean, that seems the general consensus yeah, so like, far, right? Often you see like a film or a game get tons of reviews, like tons of ten out of tens, five stars everywhere, and then you end up seeing it, and you're like, I don't really get what people I had that yeah. with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood mm-hmm. like when that first was, that getting was shown tens? at festivals everyone was yeah. giving it five stars that's masterpiece mental. that's a freestyle film if I've ever seen it's it it's cooled off since uh, I'd give it four I think now nah. uh, in hindsight on oh god <laughs> anyway that one splits opinion <laughs> Joker doesn't seem to be spitting opinion as much no, in I- a way of 
in the way of the quality of film is. Yeah. I think it is. It's the best film I've seen in a good couple of years. Really? Since about Blade Runner 2049, I would wow. say. I, I came out of the cinema recently uh, with my wife and I... What film was it recently? Oh. You saw It, not Slug. Yes, was I that? think it was It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you stalking them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I hang them out in... Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and she said, what do you think? And I did that, so I've, uh, it was okay. So think, and she said, you don't like any films at the moment. Every wow. film you come out, you don't like. And I'm, so I'm hopeful that Joker is one I come out of like, yeah, bloody brilliant. It is bloody brilliant. Oh, I'm very Joaquin excited. Phoenix... He was already my favourite actor in the world. And now he will be for quite a while, I think, because I can't see anyone beating that performance. Would you say it's his new uh, role? It's, it's like the one that his go-to one where you say, you know, the, Wacky Phoenix from I think Joker. so, because he rarely does anything considered mainstream. And this is as close as he's really yeah. quite... Glad in yeah, his yeah, earlier days... Yeah, in his earlier days, when he was younger, he did that and The Village and Signs. They were a bit more yeah. mainstream. And But since then, he's done, you know, like but, The Master and Inherent yeah. Vice. What was that? Is it You Never Really Hear? Well? Yeah, the Lynn Ramsey one. Also yeah. an incredible film. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's just incredible. And in this role, he is brilliant. And he's in every single scene. And it is heavily inspired by Taxi Driver and the King comedy which I think yeah. everyone has said and you can see it just from the trailer Absolutely, that yeah. this is modelled on like 70s and 80s Scorsese and they pull it off and do you know what I'm going to even say that I prefer it to Taxi Driver wow and it's even madder is it's made by the guy who made The Hangover okay. as well. it is like and Phillips. there is like it is in it is a very dark film hmm. it is not a ha ha joker film oh, <laughs> it really. is there are a couple of bits of very very dark comedy okay and I mean like the darkest of comedy like if you're like you don't want to laugh at it but is there any light moments or redeemable moments because this is the thing right like the the Joker really is he is he the Joker is it like a completely different interpretation of this character or is there still that he's got he's doing things because he finds them funny even if they're really not I don't know if he's finding them funny I think it is definitely because I know I was talking to you about you were not worried but you were maybe thinking it's more Taxi Driver than a Batman film yeah mm-hmm. and it's definitely it is definitely more Taxi Driver than a Batman film but that universe is still there it's still about the Joker it's not just about a man who's losing his mind see I think that's where like obviously I were not seeing it until next week but I think that's where my judgment like because you know the Batman comics are a big part of my reading history mm-hmm. and I think as I perceive it like I think I'm going to really enjoy it but I think whether I give it a 10 or a 9 maybe let's say would be based on how well it make because I think without the source material there's no point he's just a man in 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 a costume yeah Yeah. so I'm very interested to see how it links into the wider Gotham City you could if you you could do the film without it being called Joker and about instead of being in clown makeup you could just be a man you could do that Mm -hmm. but they definitely there's definitely some joker lore in there and there's joker stuff because otherwise there's no point right no and the score is absolutely brilliant yeah. who does it, it is so good that's a good question i should have researched it it is by the i'm gonna guess woman who did oh, the score no. for sicario 2 <laughs> i'm not gonna guess <laughs> i have not seen sicario 2 so uh, I know. but the score for that is brilliant uh, but yeah, it's just mm-hmm. so good. Also, did Mary Magdalene the score for that? Oh, You've okay. seen it. Mm-hmm. How so, long is this film? It's only two hours. Perfect. Sick of three-hour films at the moment. It's two hours and it has room to breathe. It's not a. It doesn't ride along at a good pace, but it's constantly got that sense of tension building mm-hmm. and building. It's very much like if you like Taxi Driver, you'll like this film. 
and a lot of people like Taxi Driver so I imagine yeah. a lot of people like this film is it one of those where if you didn't know it was um, Phillips doing it would you And because obviously Scorsese was involved in the project way back when way back yeah would you is it one of those films where you'd look at it and go oh I think that's a Scorsese flick it kind of maybe it kind of doesn't have quite the kind of punchy dialogue mm-hmm. that a Scorsese film has it's a lot slower paced and it's a lot more there's not a ton of dialogue it's a lot more considered I think than a Scorsese film okay. which is rarely does Scorsese do a scene where people aren't talking at 100 miles an hour but I, I also mm-hmm. adore Scorsese The mm-hmm. Irishman looks absolutely yeah. incredible and I can't wait for that yeah. which is 3 hours 20 you look at that no that's not and that's on Netflix are you watching a 3 hour 20 film at home no. on Netflix how you, long is Ad Astra that's apparently that's only two no isn't it? two okay it I really feels like see, it's on for three I really, but, <laughs> I really want to yeah. see it but it, I just look at it and I think that looks like a 3 hour film I don't know if I can be bothered so it looks like a 3 hour film and it feels like a 3 hour film but it's only on for two okay and, yeah. I, and I say but that real time's better than perceived time yeah yeah <laughs> and that's not to obviously I quite like Ad Astra so yeah. that's not a slight on it but it does feel like a big film I will say that's similar to Joker it maybe feels slightly long but I think that's just films that have that, a slower pace well, yeah we're just talking pace in here that yeah. makes it feel a little bit I think when I consider something then when it says it feels like a three hour film is I'm in and I'm bored and I look at the time and it's only been half an hour and it feels like it's been an hour yeah. mm-hmm. as opposed to a slower pace yeah, that's sometimes desirable mm-hmm. you know, yeah anyway that's as much as I'll say about because I said I don't want to spoil anything I would just tell people is it self-contained to be very yeah yeah. Does it end where you feel like there's no I'm not gonna, sequel? I'm not yeah, I don't, don't want to know okay, yeah. about what happens. I want it to be self-contained is what it is. I don't want it to be plugged into yeah. some fucking DC universe. What, I, what I'd just say about that is, I, is Joaquin Phoenix the kind of guy I'd go back to a character well, over and over you'd again? You'd hope not, right? It, to me, like you can tell from the trailers, seeing that character opposite a Robert Pattinson Batman, I don't think... See, feel, yeah, I like Robert Pattinson a lot, but to me that wouldn't feel right. So no. for me, I'm not looking for it to get plugged into um, the wider DC universe. No. But what I do want from it, and I don't want you to tell me, Cardi, no, no. but what I want from it is a suggestion that this is about the Joker who is the nemesis of what will one day become Batman. Because without Batman, the Joker's a fucking pointless character. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this okay. film is set in, I think... 1981 so yeah and Thomas no, Wayne's obviously no. part of it he was in the trailer trailer yeah uh, but yeah I'm not going to say any more yep. just that the risk Should of probably stop hinting at anything we'll go into it in more depth but I'll just tell people that just it is brilliant believe the hype hey <laughs> that's what I'd say we saw a film last night Matt we another did another film that's not out for two months I know because we two were months. part, part yeah. of the British Film Festival at the moment Ooh. so we got to see a screening from that a new film called Knives Out mm. by Ryan Johnson of Star Wars fame popular popular boy yeah, isn't yeah, yeah, everyone loves I like him, him a lot. I've, I've never heard anything bad against Ryan Johnson well you say that he, <laughs> obviously a lot of people don't like The Last Jedi yes and he's kind of taken it out on them in this film a bit <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> oh this is uh, there are many many jokes in this yeah. is if it you, uh, about like fandom online the, well the alt-right yeah. and you know oh, about Twitter um, but if you don't know what Knives Out is it is a comedy whodunit I think it's so it's a it's whodunit not a broad with comedy but yeah. it's funny 
it's got it's got a lot of comedic elements and i think the one thing i'd say it's a whodunit in in a very traditional style in that it's set in the big almost cluedo style mansion it's yeah. you know is it modern day yeah. yeah see everything i'd seen about it i assumed it see, was that's it's the a, thing it's if agatha ago. christie was around now and wrote a whodunit with these kind of yeah, social okay. commentary elements on okay. it okay yeah so it, it, it's it's very very modern despite the fact that all of its tropes are very kind of 1950s yeah. whodunit um, stuff yeah. so I really quite like that but yeah it does mean there's lots of cutting sort of dialogue about Twitter about like one of the people's sons is like this 16 year old alt-rightist always on I think, way, it, I think it hits the mark well though because it never ventures into that of becoming it's trying to slap smack you over the head with no, a message yeah. it's just not the about odd little, that the odd yeah line. there's just like a couple of characters who are obviously well there's a lot of characters in it who are not very nice people yeah but uh, yeah, it's a classic whodunit. It starts off with it's not spoiled to say it's in the trailer, and the old like the head of a family played by Christopher Plummer is found dead, mm-hmm. and then obviously enters Daniel Craig's <laughs> southern drawl accented oh, detective God. Benoit Blanc, <laughs> okay. who is quite obviously like a parody of, of Poirot. Poirot. Poirot yeah. And I've never seen Daniel Craig be that funny. He's very, very good. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. And it's like, I think it's quite obvious that the accent isn't supposed to be all that spot on. It's because it, it's How do you funny. Mean? Oh, because okay. it's a southern accent, but you can still kind of hear his London accent. Okay. Come, but it's <laughs> don't answer the question. So but good. in my head, I'm thinking, is that a plot point? For, like, is he putting on an accent? But well, I was thinking uh, that through. Uh, I was okay. thinking that too. But yeah. it's um. It's, the cast is absolutely absurd for so, this film. Yeah, it's like it's it's definitely an ensemble cast, but there are two people that are kind of at the forefront, which is Daniel Craig and Anna Darmas. Um, which is not Chris who Evans. I expected. No, yeah. so Chris Evans is in it, and he's probably got out of all the family members, it's maybe like the a top five. Part, yeah, but you've got like Tony Collette, you've got um, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis, you've got Don, um, what's his name, Don oh, Johnson. Yeah, Don Johnson. Right, okay. You've got. Um, You've got young. Is it a uh, young Bill from it? Yeah, young Bill from it. <laughs> from the first okay. one. He's the little shitty Nazi boy. <laughs> okay. Um, you've got uh, Catherine Langford from Thirteen uh, Reasons Why. Mm. You've got um, who am I missing? Oh, oh there's so from many Boardwalk. people. Oh, Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon oh, yeah, with a horrendous beard. <laughs> yeah. I did see Michael Shannon in the trailer. It is a so. great cast, and they all. A lot of them don't have tons to do, but what they do, they do well, just because they're all just such good actors mm. in dialogue it reminds me much more like if you've ever seen Brick which I guess is yeah. probably is that Ryan Johnson's yeah, first Ryan film Johnson's or is it at least his second. first main film yeah it was one of his earlier films yeah. which is also very good yeah but it's much funnier than Brick yeah yeah but Brick had got that kind of snappiness to its dialogue yeah. which mm. this has got but this one has got a lot more jokes to it I feel like it's been a good like obviously I haven't spoken to Ryan Johnson but it <laughs> feels like it was just a good palate cleanser for him after yeah, Star Wars definitely. and everything just to do just a classic kind of like 50s 60s whodunit that's funny I yeah. assumed he'd move straight on to his new Star Wars trilogy he probably wanted to move away from but that. no yeah yeah I mean I'm sure he's probably mm-hmm. stood in it in the back end but um but the fact that he got to do something like this yeah. is really cool. And obviously, we won't spoil anything because the whole point of a whodunit is whodunit. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're not going to give anything away. But it it pulls it off well. Yeah, it's, and a it's got a nice plot. Yeah, I think it's structured really nicely. Like the first probably third of it is very much just like 
it's Daniel Craig sat in a room just listening to Being people. Odd. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he's very, very odd. Just, <laughs> just sort of sitting there fidgeting He'll around. Just like and... come out of odd, like philosophical phrases that mean nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> which, just... which I guess is sort of a little bit of a spin on Poirot because Poirot's always got something right to say, right? But yeah. it always sounds a bit wanky. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is, it sounds wanky, but there's not a point really to it. Yeah. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. It's not an amazing film it's just really good fun it's not something you're going to watch over and over again like with any who done it particularly funny i think it is yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay i mm-hmm. think it's a funny film Sounds it's good. and it's not it's not until like november 29th i think here yeah so it's, it's a while to wait exclusive boys but it's mm. uh yeah. <laughs> oh join the club dale <laughs> but it's uh it's really yeah, fun I if joker's a 10 out of 10 which i genuinely think it's a 10 out of 10 film then yeah nights up is like a solid eight yeah really i give it an eight one Sweet. So, yeah, All look right. forward to that. Oh, do you know what else you can get your knives out in? The Modern Warfare Beta. Oh, I mean, maybe you can. I didn't use a knife yeah. here. Are you not much of a stabber? I'm not really, no. I like to keep my distance. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like when you're watching Dale come out of the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Hiding in the bush. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a like, stabber. I was just trying to think, are you a stabber in siege? But you're not, are you? Really? No, no. I think I've had, I've had a few kills <laughs> with the knife. You'd be but... ganked with it, yeah. 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 <laughs> Always getting stabbed in siege. Um, <laughs> anyway, how are you enjoying the Modern Warfare Betamax? Because I have not played it. You did not play it, right? So I think it's over now, isn't it? It was mainly over last weekend. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I think it's very, very good. I which... watched quite a bit of people playing it, mm-hmm. and it looks beautiful. Yeah, so it is, A, a very, very good-looking game. As But I think Call of Duty tends to be, just, even when it's yeah. been using like its old I engine. Mean, these campaign trailer... Uh that they recently released that just looks the faces in that I know yeah. a lot of those are obviously cutscenes but it yeah. does look their phenomenal. performance capture tech is amazing yeah um, were you playing on PC yeah yeah, yeah. so so uh, and it, it very much like I think with Call of Duty I'm never not going to play it on PC it's for me it's like A I've been playing it since because obviously the first game only came out on PC mm. but also like the aiming system in Call of Duty is so snappy and I know that now it's largely built for console because that's where it's yeah it's at, but there's something about Call of Duty's gun feel that I think really suits mouse and keyboard. Fair enough. Um, but the interesting thing about it this time is, is so I have probably made it clear on this podcast before, I don't particularly like Black Ops. Mm-hmm. Um, partially that's because I think their campaigns are garbage, but also like Black Ops is very, very fast and I don't really run at that pace, like mentally. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> So Modern Warfare feels a lot slower, I'd say, in terms That's of good. how you play it. Probably like three-speed operators from Siege. Okay, okay. right. Um, so which is still relatively quick. Which is still yeah. pacey, and yeah. obviously it's a much quicker game than Siege because there's a lot more going on. Yeah. But that pace suits me a lot better, and I, like, I was surprised at how quickly like I took to it and was just... I would say I'm I'm not the, the traditional Call of Duty multiplayer player. I've always like played campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um and I think Infinity Ward have always been the best at campaigns. They've made my favourite ones. Yeah. Um and playing this just makes it clear that kind of like I actually think Infinity Ward are just there. For me, they're the Call of Duty studio. They yeah. know what they're doing. Yeah. This multiplayer, like the map design is um there's a lot more like opportunities to do things in it so for example like as you, as I was running along I noticed like a lot of buildings have very small grates at the bottom that you can just duck down and belly crawl into okay that's cool. I was like that's a little bit kind of what I'd assume at something like dishonored or can you mount your guns on like windowsill yeah so you can go up to a windowsill and sort of like I don't know what it'll be on console but it's a, one of the side mouse buttons and you just anchor the gun onto it that's so cool. I like that whether you've got a bipod or you're just trying to balance the barrel yeah. so you just mm. get that little 
little bit of stability. I there don't know if that's a new thing or not because I haven't I haven't really been properly into a Call of Duty player since Modern Warfare Three. I sure. played quite a bit of, mm-hmm. but I don't I remember it being in because I played some of Black Ops Four, and I don't remember it being in that. But Black Ops Four is a ve- like just the pace of it is so much different, yeah. and you know it's a lot more frantic. Um, but you also get deployable shields, which is another CG style Hello. thing. Um, so they're they're not as kind of like um, I suppose in Rainbow you're using them more as I mean we frequently use them as blocks, right? They yeah, are yeah. to stop people coming into areas. Whereas I guess this is more as genuine cover. Actual but you, shield, yeah. yeah, you can drop them into places that are important to kind of try and funnel people as they're like one of the maps that got this brilliant sort of little cave network and they were quite good at forcing people to zigzag. Right. So you get okay. them as they were coming round on the angle. Oh, that's cool. Um so, so you're looking forward to it. you think you're generally gonna play Yeah quite a bit of it this year yeah so I mean it's probably never going to replace Siege as my kind of core multiplayer Mm. just Mm. because like that's what we play here yeah but I can see me getting into it at least over like the initial season what modes were you playing so um, there was one where um, I can't remember what the names are and I don't know if I haven't played what are the normal names so so one was kind of like um, yeah so there's deathmatch which (laughs) I've done there was one where you kind of went into buildings and you hacked like I think it was called HQ cyber attack or something like that so you hacked the building um, it stops the enemy from respawning right. for the distance that you've got it and then it stops it and puts a new HQ on the map and then you go and hack that okay. that was quite exciting especially when it stops the respawning because then it comes a l- again a little bit like Siege you you have to you know yeah. take your time a bit more and consider where all the angles are yeah um, got lots of gadgets in it as well now sort of like I noticed like um, if people have put a claymore down you can pull your tablet out and hack the claymore so it comes back onto your side this oh, is all this good. is all intriguing me but it's also part of the problem of why I fell off a Call of Duty multiplayer that there was just too many things going on there and is too much you can do like I just like when I used to play Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2 for hundreds of hours it was just simple you had a gun the upgrade system was simple you just simple attachments red dot sights or whatever so this is just and it was just shooting people mm-hmm. whereas this seems like there's they lot, have to evolve of, the idea I know they? they have to evolve it but it's also where I become less interested sure. where I can't just well maybe I can just upgrade a weapon and run around and play deathmatch but I feel like but you'd be not, outskilled by I people like who are using all the yeah, gadgets I feel like that's not how yeah. it is played anymore so far from what I could see there's none of the you know like there was the pick 10 system and stuff like that that doesn't so that was like where you build out your loadouts and stuff okay. it doesn't seem like it's that anymore it is like at the start until you get to I think it's level 5 you have 4 preset loadouts which are very much like assault sniper yeah. demolitions of, that's how Modern Warfare used to work yeah and then when you get after that you get to make your own loadouts and basically just mm-hmm. the more you play with a gun the more options you get with it okay so it's exactly how modern warfare used to work yeah okay so now i'm intrigued I, <laughs> I do i do think that even though there's a lot more stuff you can be doing with it they are much more kind of moment to moment quality of life enhancements rather than the entire game is different now yeah. i think it's still a traditional modern warfare multiplayer it's just that that pacing feels so right and the guns feel so good there we go and when I can do 26 kills in a round oh shut up yes. there you go that's what he likes it. <laughs> just the real reason. you just gotta get better at ganking alright <laughs> because you'll definitely have to get better at ganking in the last of us part 2 yes because you are armed with a lovely little knife <laughs> <laughs> doesn't break this time yeah. does it uh, that game yeah but that was good. that was the shivs wasn't it this yeah. is like yeah. a whole new it's a new thing. system yeah, yeah. and my god does that look good it looks the last incredible, part it? two like, it's out in February which to me was 
slightly surprising there were leaks and stuff before mm. but I didn't believe them I thought this was definitely like a summer game nah, get it out before the for the before quarter ends maybe before the financial you know year fucking busy February to May oh, it's too busy like yeah. it's <laughs> actually a little bit annoying <laughs> I wish I'd just taken a time only because I feel like I want to play it as soon as it comes out and I want to play Final Fantasy 7 as soon as it comes out and I want to play Watch Dogs as soon, soon as it yeah. comes out and got to get all those done before Cyberpunk which yeah. will probably take about four years to finish <laughs> at least The Last of Us you know it's probably Probably going to be max like a 16 hour I game. think it'll be longer I think seen it it's over two discs but that's we're the end of the console life yeah. cycle like yeah. textures right yeah that's you, where I that. think they also said it's their biggest game yet oh, in terms okay. of scale and ambitious I think that it could be like a 22 25 hour thing okay, but I don't yeah. think it, it's not like a Red Dead or a, it's no, not an RPG no, I don't right going to that extent but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking around 20 hours you know when we were talking last week we were saying um there's so many games that are coming out at the moment and they're yeah. just technical messes when they're coming out and we're thinking oh is that the signs of the end of the generation yeah. I haven't oh, uh, most no faith that Last of Us is going to be completely no, like, that, no way is that game no technical issues what's well, maybe sticking but no. I think like even though how incredible it looks I just you just trust Noi Dog that yeah. they have refined, they, the release date is set in stone at yeah. this point you gotta think I mean we never had that with with Red Dead you had like funny glitches and stuff happening yeah. but it never did like the game seize up and la- no. like frame rate was an issue yeah. for me anyway yeah. but I think like it is possible to do a game that looks that good with these consoles like yeah. Last of Us 2 looks like it has like the landscapes of Red Dead 2 but with like the facial animation of it's a not, Call of Duty or a Naughty it's Dog it's not just the facial animations though is it it's like the way that like those people move there was yeah. what, when I was watching the trailer and you see um was either the trailer or some footage we got in a feature that because Jonathan went to see it, yeah, didn't he? Sent out a bit of B-roll. I think. And there's just a bit where Ellie sort of because you know you can like dive flat prone. Yeah. And, you can and just she, fall over. Now yeah, when you're on. <laughs> but she dives into like this long grass, which I automatically is like that's the sort of because obviously I'm a stealth boy, right? Yeah, I yeah. love that sort <laughs> of stuff. Um, but it's the way that she's prone firing the bow and arrow and the way that like her body sort of contorts to let her pull it back like it's so realistic there's a shot in the trailer where she's riding the horse and you see that front on shot of her and I just think it looks fantastic the way you can see her face squinting because the snow I don't know what they're doing over there Um, create magic (laughs) absurd but Yeah. yeah there's not a lot more to say about it apart from it looks dark as fuck yeah and I'm into it. And we're going to get to play it a lot sooner than we thought we might as well. That, I can't wait to see what they do with that story because I trust them pretty much more yeah. than anyone. Do you trust them with Joel? I do, and I'm still not 100% mm. convinced he is there. I was thinking that earlier today. I was I, thinking, especially yeah. is it like a Joker in whatever the Batman oh, was when yeah. Joker was dead, the third Batman one, I guess. Night. Yeah. I think Night, that yeah. it's almost a bit like they're tricking you with like the shots they had in the last Jedi trailer where... Like, when she says, what are you doing here? She's out in, like, a grass area, and they cut to him, and he's in an inside building with stairs mm. and something like that. I know it, it could be, be a blown-out building. Mm-hmm. It yeah. could easily be the same scene, but I don't know. Ever since the first trailer, they showed Ray just walks in the room and says nothing. I yeah. just have in my head that that's, like, a vision or a, yeah. just, like, a... And I'd like it to be, because, sort of, like, I know for a lot of people, The Last of Us is mm-hmm. Ellie and Joel together, mm. but for me, it's always been, like... Ellie is the focal point and yeah. sort of we've done Joel's story exactly, because yeah. like that arc that are we allowed to talk about what happens at the end of The Last of Us now I on the podcast like, yeah, it's been it's fine. Joe's yeah, not here it's a lot well Joe's finished it. oh yeah, yeah. Of course, um, yeah but you get like that whole thing where sort of like you expose that really Joel isn't all that great of a guy like mm-hmm. he's he very selfish guy at the end of that yeah. game yeah an incredibly selfish man and sort of like 
I can see where the idea of maybe part two would be a, maybe a redemption story for him. But how do you redeem I yourself still like after? Be it yeah. in some way. I can't believe they won't have him in it physically at some point. I don't know if they'll do. Is it too obvious for Naughty Dog to do the thing now of? opening the game you play as Joel and you die that's exactly what I was just mm-hmm. thinking about like, yeah he dies in the opening game and then it's Ellie dealing with her guilt about something maybe yeah. and then that's mm-hmm. why he's constantly there or with her I want clicker Joel and you have to kill him <laughs> that's very The Walking Dead though isn't it yeah. that's how sort of like you know the stuff with Lee and Clem because that's what I like is it's it's that story the Lee and Clementine story from mm-hmm. Walking Dead season one but obviously um Lee is even though he was a criminal at the start of that game mm. um, he is just a wonderful man that's just trying to yeah. look out whereas with Joel it's very much like a man who just cannot deal with the fact that his daughter died yeah. and will do it's also a, they've got to pay off what happened at the end of the first one as well yeah. like at some point she has to find out yeah. about what really exactly. happened yeah. it'd be such a strong way to start the game though and like a literal like putting the yeah. first one to de- to bed if you have to kill Joel yeah that's what I'm Ellie. thinking maybe she Ellie kills Joel and then it's yeah like guilt just all yeah. Yeah. who knows mm-hmm. we'll see in five months time mm, yeah. isn't that exciting yeah. but there are some games that are out now that you could play literally now what? if you <laughs> what have podcasting for then <laughs> this one you can play on your phone <gasps> if you have an Apple device that I is. do I do I don't. Are you enjoying Apple Arcade? Let's bring yeah, talk about good. Apple Arcade. Uh, I haven't played that many on it, to be honest. Okay. So that's why I haven't really brought about it. Uh, I played I'm an Android s- boy. I can't play it. I played a bit of Sinar Wild Heart. On that's it. exactly the game we're about to talk Is about. Uh, so Matt's, me, me and Matt have spoken about it already. He's played substantially more than I have. You've <laughs> played <laughs> what? Way. I think you've played for it three times. Three times now. On yeah. the Nintendo Switch? On the Switch, yes. yes. You. This is your alley, isn't it, that we're walking down right now? <laughs> it's, well, it's, so for anybody that doesn't know, Sinar Wild Hearts is basically a synth pop album with like where the music videos are games that you yeah. play um, how many of boxes does this tick for you uh, I mean a lot there's, there's <laughs> like, like if, if there was a box of boxes yeah. that would be what they're ticking, ticking them all um, so um, what it effectively I can remember Joe sort of explaining it because Joe played it before me and he was just like you're going to love this because it is effectively sort of like the cast of Sailor Moon find their way into a church's music video <laughs> yeah. um, and so it's it's effectively the story of uh, like when you boot up the game you get like the the prologue I suppose which mm-hmm. has got Queen Latifah yeah. <laughs> explaining wow. yeah, exactly. <laughs> what happens and it's basically it's all done very mystically but the story is is like a girl has just been broken up with by and you never see like their whether it was a boyfriend or girlfriend or anything mm-hmm. it's just like her coming out of a falo- uh, I think it's a falafel shop mm. and sort of just miserably going home and then it's like the music starts on the main menu and even like the music that plays over the main menu is like the introduction to this girl sort of like not realizing like the lyrics are about how she just never saw it coming you know how mm-hmm. how has this happened and then basically you know how kind of like scott pilgrim is like this it's actually a a film or a, or you know a graphic novel about falling in love and dealing with those emotions but it is personified by these massive sort of fantasy style battles that's what Sayonara Wild Hearts is it's like a story of trying to it's like her breaking down over time and like all of her component parts becoming like villains this sounds so fun 
It's it's, <laughs> but it's done in this like bright pink neon purple sort yeah. of. If you can imagine something like um, Thumper is, yeah. I guess the easiest way. That's what it felt like to me initially. Yeah. So there are various kind of vehicles that she uses. So sometimes she's on a skateboard. Sometimes most of the time she's on a motorbike. Mm-hmm. And so if you can imagine Thumper or um, what are those other games that are like Audio that? Audio Surf. Audio Surf. Yeah. I just like love that. that. You put any song you want. <laughs> yeah. Time. So and then basically you just um, you pick up like collectibles on the way and then there are hearts that you can sort of jump through can you to actually fail levels do you have to hear the same song over and over again if you're um, shit? so you don't fail a level because it's it's very much like it's built for people that don't necessarily have to be good at games okay. it's all about it is just about finishing it but there are points where like you can ride into a tree let's say and it'll just flick it back about three seconds maybe maybe even less than that it's almost like that hotline miami that you're instantly back in the action Mm -hmm. um and um so uh, if you do it too many times i think is if you do it like five times the game will ask you like are you sure you don't just want to skip forward past this little bit so it is very much a game that's designed to be finished and it's to enjoy the experience as a as a man who's not massively into synth pop dale what are your opinions dislike it you've told me on numerous occasions that you hoped all synth pop would burn (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) i was wondering what you're gonna say because i was like shit is he gonna say something i'm really scared (laughs) what what Um, are you scared of me saying i don't know (laughs) um i've i to be fair I have not so I did the first two tracks basically mm-hmm. and that was more me the first day of Apple Arcade download that that yeah, that that, that and then I've out. just booed up and I've played like 10-20 minutes of each game mm-hmm. so far but I thought this seems cool it reminded me of Thumper and it was something I want to go into all that story stuff you're talking about completely no interest to mm-hmm. me I was just sort of skipping past you're that just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but stuff like that it's just it's not my sort of style mm-hmm. stuff, but I really enjoy like rhythm based music games and stuff like that so it has that aspect of it that appealed to me that's what I'm intrigued by like if I think I don't mind that sort of music Mm -hmm. so I think I'll be fine with it but if it's not your sort of music at all are you still finding the actual game fun it, it, it felt like like I said again I've only played the first two tracks but it did feel quite simplistic so really. you see this is where it is so like the first two or three tracks are quite clearly just designed to get you used to how it plays and I yeah. imagine actually part of that would be because it's an Apple Arcade game it's very intuitive to play it on Switch because you're just using a joystick. But yeah. I guess like maybe it needs to teach you a little bit how to you use just the touch. sort of tap in on each side of the screen to sort of shimmy sure. across. Mm-hmm. And it's not like in an endless runner where it's you tap on one side and they automatically shoot over. It's almost like you're nudging them across, right. so you keep tapping to sort of nudge mm-hmm. them further and further. But you see, when you get past those, and especially like when the songs with lyrics start to come into it, that's when sort of like the easiest thing for me to compare it to is Titanfall in the way that so <laughs> sorry I know that's right so bear with me bear with me so Titanfall the, the reason why Titanfall's campaign is so good is because every mission is just about it has an idea and then once that idea is done that is never basically used again in the game so you've got kind of like mm. the you know effects and causes mm. I need I'm not to play, gonna I'm yeah. not gonna tell you I need Cardi. to play Titanfall 2 don't I because yeah. uh, if only we had a series where we could play games <laughs> on play before reminds me of Mar- more modern Mario games as well yes. they tend to have this idea that they use once and then you never see it again yeah so sort of like for example one of the um, levels has got um, the people that you're chasing there on motorbikes they click mm-hmm. like this but each time they click 
the world changes. Okay. And then they click and it changes back again. And so what you're kind of doing is like, as one click goes over, you memorize what the track is like in front of you. And then you start to learn the beat and you know, okay, so there might be like a second and a half between clicks. So you're anticipating where you're going to be. So you know where to be on the track. I do, that's one of my favorite bits of those sort of games. Yeah, the the rhythm aspect of it as well. I Thumper had that massively and it's just like, you could close your eyes and almost play it. Yeah. I will not necessarily be doing that because I want to see it, but I'm going to play that game this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's only an hour and a half, I've heard. I mean, I think you could probably do it in an hour. It's Ooh. it's an album, right? So what are okay. albums? Like about 45, 50 yeah. minutes? Depends, yeah. depends who you're listening to, yeah, doesn't exactly, it? Exactly, oh, that's yeah. true. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> another game I'm going to play on my Switch this weekend as well, Untitled Goose Game, because I love fucking around with farmers yeah. and gardeners. <laughs> so that's another one I've just dabbled with as well, mainly yeah. during our flight, well, just after the flight, and Matt was talking about it so much and I downloaded it and it not does played it look yet. hilarious and I, I just thought I need to have a go every time we were talking about someone else that we were out there with they were mentioning it as well and I was like every time you guys talk about it it makes me want to go back and do these, some of these things have you how far are you through it um, I've done maybe four areas now and is I don't it, know how many there are is it as funny as it looks <laughs> it is it is quite funny and, that, <laughs> and part of it is is like you know, it is a game where if you if you like tap the minus button on the switch, it brings up like kind of like a tear out of a notebook, and yeah. it's got a, a, a list of like goals on it, mm-hmm. and those are what you have to do to kind of like transition into the next area. But actually, it's it's equally as fun to just piss around mm, in yeah. it and just annoy because like obviously there are always humans in yeah. the area, and part of the joy is like in the second area, you've got kind of this woman that runs a little market stall, yeah, and like the joy of it is just sort of going over and annoying her and she's tried to brush you out the way of a broom but you can hold the broom in your mouth and just rip like the end of the broom off so I'm right in thinking they're all kind of little mini open world levels that you have a checklist of things you have to do so there is that but actually the world is bizarrely is another weird sort of imagine Dark Souls (laughs) <laughs> it's, all, it's connected okay. it? so each time you fulfill a series of check sheets it just opens up okay. like a an gate. entrance to, an, to another kind of and then a- you can swing round and sort of like once you've done another area you can unlock a gate which will lead you back into areas you've okay. been before it kind of whenever I've watched it it just reminds me of a ridiculous well, it's a ridiculous game anyway, but it reminds me of Pitman. Yes, yeah, so that's yeah. that's pretty much exactly that, what it that is. is. Exactly, I've never thought about it until this moment. Yeah, this go. is exactly what it is. You know how like you have the opportunities in Hitman, like those are sort of what your goals are. They're all yeah. little opportunities, basically, to be an absolute prick yeah. <laughs> as a goose. You know, you, say, you were saying before about how um, sometimes it's fun just to mess around. I found my favourite moments were trying to complete challenges but then it not going right and then just like turning it into something to be a dickhead about <laughs> like in in the very first section or is it the second section I guess like outside of the like the tutorial oh yeah when well, you've got the gardener um, when you got the gardener yeah and you can just take his keys off the back of his pocket and he'll always come chasing after his keys and I just found this myself in this endless loop of taking his keys and grabbing them and then fighting him for him <laughs> then him for, then taking the keys back putting them on his belt turn around immediately grabbing his keys again <laughs> just doing that and then one point taking his keys went over to the lake just dropped him into the lake <laughs> what a it. mad concept for a game I, I love that you this can torment, you can torment people yeah. there's, there's, there's a little boy in the, in, the, in the village and like he's fucking terrified of you if you just start honking at him and waving your rings he runs off and locks himself in a telephone box <laughs> do people actually speak or they just kind of make noises like they don't even I've 
really make dialect. noises. They, they? I think there might be the odd like grunts and oh. the no, the gunner, like the gunner does go make a slight noise, but yeah, it's like kind of Minecrafty. Sort of yeah, thing. there's there's um, one of the ones is at like a garden pub, and there's like uh, two women that are at like a like having sort of like an afternoon drink, mm. and they'll do things like where they look at you and they're sort of like do this, and if you flap back at them, they just like. Oh. <laughs> I will be playing that this weekend. That is if I can tear my away myself away from Borderlands 3 because Country Tower was feeling oh, last week about the Borderlands, game. Right? I never hated it. I said I was, was kind Joe. of it was in, I, hated it. I was kind of enjoying it, but I still I still think the writing is just terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. But I but, gave it that one big like six hour session that I needed to give it and now I'm completely caught in the loop of needing shiny new guns that's, that's it isn't it it's just that loop they've just been so good uh, and not even like, obviously designing guns but designing gun components that every different gun you find is just so interesting and like yeah. I'm so excited to see what the next gun mm. is that I can use so and what I can do with it me, Cardi uh, GameSpot's Lucy James and X <laughs> an X IGN employee uh, Andrew, Andrew Goldfarb who we, is a trophy whore yeah. he won't mind me saying that that's no. fine that's fine not as much me yeah but, but we had fine. a real you know you are Andrew <laughs> <laughs> we had a good four player session yeah, last weekend I, that went on for a few hours I played a good like 12 to 13 hours of Borderlands oh, really? last weekend oh, and I am, yeah, I just, because it does feel great, especially once you get f like three, four guns, however many weapon slots you've got unlocked. Four. The, four, well, it depends at oh, what point in the you game. Oh, unlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one, yeah. When you've got some that you're happy with, which I did get to a mm -hmm. point where I'm like, I like all these guns and they actually all do things I like. Mm. Uh, but it feels so good. It's yeah. that, but then sort of like, I know, Dale, that your preference is to play alone, but um, when yeah. we were playing it as a four, it was A, our chatter outweighs what's going on in the game. Oh, absolutely. No, that that yeah. is the one thing I think. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was like, just the way that we all worked together and like half of that is just unloading all of your clips into the same target so they mm. go down a lot quicker. Yeah. But like, because I play Moe's and I've got the, the big mech, like I've put a turret on top of the mech, yeah. which meant that Cardi could just jump on the back of my mech That's and just cool. start gunning people yeah, down. That is I, pretty good. I kind of don't enjoy being on there though. I'm do not you not? Gonna lie to you. I don't, like, I don't enjoy his mechs ne nearly as much as you do. <laughs> Too restricting. Um, Too restricting. Yeah, I like my own guns. I don't yeah. I don't need someone else's gun, Dale. <laughs> but, uh, but it was cool. You can do that thing because you play um, Amara, right? Yeah. And you've got that thing where like the big hand comes out the ground and that's Absolutely. quite cool because then everybody has this big yeah, focal target. Yeah. yeah, it also has this really game-breaking story element, though. When you play as Amara, because the crux of the story is they're all trying to find sirens, and it's all about you where are, are the last sirens. <laughs> yeah. And I'm literally a siren, <laughs> especially when we were playing with Lucy and Andrew, mm -hmm. who also both played as Amara. Oh. So we've got three sirens running around. Got no flax on your team. Yeah, I, know. I know a guy. Also, to uh, more from Gamespot, and I'll mention him because he'll probably get annoyed that I said I didn't play with him. Because why would he not? <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, so how far? How many hours? I'm level 20 so okay. I just did a quite tasty boss battle which right. took me a few tries and yeah. it's hard to do by yourself I think gonna have to I call was, you no, in I, I was, I was well I did I did do it I was very <laughs> I begged for help but on my last attempt at doing it by myself I managed to scrape yeah. by so that's the thing yeah. with playing with Flack you you feel like you've, it's two of you anyway the entire time sure. so yeah, it does it just helps really aren't you wow well, yeah I was very it was it's always been between Mose and Flack for me and I think Flack has got the way better character model you know Mose is just a, a girl with a helmet right from what I've heard as well he's got much better dialogue like I've I've never felt my character saying anything like annoying it's just 
serviceable whereas I've heard some of the other characters have really bad yeah, dialogue Moses okay the thing I don't like Moses kind of like um, her incidental bits like when she gets stabbed or yeah. shot or mm. her running panting does not sound oh, like pant- it should be in a they game they get out of breath so quickly <laughs> every time they jump as well it's a massive yeah. Ugh, yeah. But, it took yeah. me ages by the way to work on the, the jumping on the mountain that you have to like double tap Oh right. yeah, it's not. I just assumed it would click on, and it was wasn't working for me for ages. Mm-hmm. And then I realised now, if I tap X again when I hit, it right. is by no means a perfect game, and it definitely lags to fuck when you're trying to play with anyone else. Yeah, and the menu stick, but the combat is very very good. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm in the loop, and I will be playing a lot more this weekend when I'm not fucking around with farmers as a goose and <laughs> driving through neon cities on bikes of course my problem is is fucking destiny drops yeah. next week and oh, i'm a oh, i'm a destiny boy oh, so yeah. i'm gonna i've never quite been a destiny boy yeah. but i'm into borderlands now trying to find those guns just endlessly searching for one <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. just like the endless search oh god inside it's a uk agn crew yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you inside. I got a question for you. Hold tight, the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you inside. I got a question for you. Is it in the search? Matthew. Yes. You've got a quiz for us that we've done recently, but we enjoyed it so much that we're doing it again. It's a fun original concept, and <coughs> I'm scared of playing Dale at this game. Mainly because be last week he showed his screenwriting prowess. <laughs> oh my god! An ability to come up with an original plot. Yeah, but that <laughs> took me a lot of drafts, not just thinking of it on the spot. Oh uh, well, so we'll see. We're You're yeah. going to come up with something to rival my Sherlock Holmes I'm, and the lo- lovely bees. I don't think I'm personally. I don't think I'm very good at improvising. So, I'm <laughs> well, what game are we playing, Matt? Yeah. So I cannot remember what the name of it was because so this was Peter Gorbett, wasn't he? Sent mm. this in about three weeks ago, I oh, think. God, what was it called? Um, I'm sure it has a, a catchy name. Yeah, mm. this I'm just it's it's just make up a film. We'll That's call what it. it is. Uh, <laughs> we'll just call it. We've lost the plot. Yes, that, that's good. Yeah, that's go. good. See, if you're that I, good I, at coming up with a title Fuck from there. <laughs> <laughs> so the the concept of the game is I'm all gonna. I, I have found um, five films that are on Netflix. Okay. Um, I've. I've seen one of them, but it doesn't matter because I'm the Quizmaster. Okay. Um, but they've all got sort of odd names or, or names that don't particularly give away what the idea of the film is. I want you to tell me what you think the film is about. Give mm-hmm. me a plot summary, and mm-hmm. then we'll see who's the closest. And the yeah. idea is that you've got you've got keywords and things like that, right? Or no, no, it's just, no, it's just, just title. anything it's, that sounds. It's that, such that just a decide yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. It's a bit like you know how kind of like things like I guess like Cards Against Humanity is very much down to the Quizmaster yeah. who finds it funny. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hate Cards Against Humanity. Oh, like, no, not that. a very good game. Really? Yeah, I haven't played it. Now I just that's a problem. You play it with the right people. And don't know all the cards. Oh, well, that's the problem. I feel like I've heard every card. Uh, you ever. need expansions, mate. Yeah, I've got some at expansion. home. I'll bring them in for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, you sit at home playing cards against humanity on yourself. No. I know every combination. You will never <laughs> <Yeah>. win. <laughs> <laughs> it's still fun, though. Yeah, it's always fun. 
Right. Maybe keep the potential racist jokes away from this one because that's Sorry? what Cards okay. Against Humanity always oh, right. I thought you were saying last time we played this. Oh. We were oh. disgustingly about body parts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you were saying last time we played this game. No, no, last, last time we played well, that. It was wholesome doing last that. time. Is Cards yeah. Against Humanity worldwide? Or is that just a British yeah. thing? Uh, no, different versions. I think uh, it's Americanized a, versions as well. Is it, is it an American concept? I, th- I don't know. I think know. it's an American concept and then they made like a British pack Yeah, because I remember like sometimes you'll always get like Jeremy Corbyn will be in it. Yeah. Anyway, film (laughs) one. Film one is called Reality High, stylized with a hashtag at the start and no spaces or lowercase. Hashtag Reality High. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go? Who's going first? Uh, I can go first. Oh, well, okay. I don't have an answer. I'm well, just saying. I have one. Go. I'll just, you I'll go, just you go, go then. You go. Uh, well, I think this is quite obviously just a. It's set in an old age pensioners' home, and it is they've installed these virtual reality headsets into this home, so all these pensioners can pretend that they're back at school and have all of the high school romances that they never really had. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Right. Sounds uh, sounds it's a banger. <laughs> oh, <Okay. laughs> it's got Jack Nicholson in it yeah, and a bit Randy. It's absolutely. So, I think Reality High, or sorry, hashtag Reality High, <laughs> is uh, it's based at school, obviously, but the school is obviously. like a sort of Big Brother situation, so they're all being monitored. But it's a comedy, and also, <laughs> <laughs> but also, there's a lot of weed smoking going on oh. in this reality. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> He's got it. No, you haven't. <laughs> I like I like that. I like the wordplay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's Nowhere all, near. That's all I've got to go off, if I'm being honest, mate. <laughs> Nowhere near as good as either of these. It's mm. high-achieving high school senior Danny Barnes dreams of getting into UC Davis, the world's top veterinary school. Then a glamorous new friend, who apparently is addicted to social media, draws her into a Southern California scene that threatens everything what? she's worked for. What's that the reality bit got to do with it, then? <laughs> I think it's probably to do with the friend that's well into social media. As in, like, she gets lost in what's uh, not reality. God, that sounds garbage, doesn't it? Of course it, yeah. it does. Both of our sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> Who won, then? Um, well, I mean, technically, neither of you. <laughs> All right, mate. I'm going to go, but I'm, shall we give points to what we consider the... F- so, Joe very much... When Joe played it as Quizmaster, he was kind of, keywords. like, looking for the closest yeah, keywords. You sound like you've been a coward here, mate. Just tell us who won I and mean, who lost. I mean, yours actually yours technically, kids at school. Yeah, yeah yours was go. kids at school. And I, and I like your, your pun. Okay, so. well, there we go. Mine there was filth, go. though, so what <laughs> would you rather watch? Can I have your pen, Dale, just <laughs> you so can, I can okay. mark you? 1-0 uh... to Dale, is it? Mm-hmm. Right. Hello. Locked up. Ooh, You'll go, okay. go. You're first. No Locked thinking. up. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking Cockney gangster film. There's like four guys who <laughs> were, on a, stock. They were <laughs> on a prison heist, and all, but they got busted. But now they're in prison and they've got to solve escaping. And I... Well, there's no specific... <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> I told you I'm not going to improvise it. Um, so it's an escape movie is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, they're escaping from prison, but it's a, so they're a bunch of wide boys. That's that's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is all about uh, an animated cat <laughs> who <laughs> is locked inside of a cage at home and the house is on fire and they need to work out how to escape it's a short it's an animated <laughs> short it's 10 minutes is this, is this on before w- the next Pixar yeah yeah you think saying they, it's a short concedes you the point mate at least mine's a film uh, no no it's a short no one said these were f- feature length um, <laughs> it's a short and basically this cat there's a baby in the room that's crying <laughs> and the cat needs to escape from their cage and then put out this fire before the baby dies 
Ah, in a short because all the people are out <laughs> yeah 10 minutes think uh, Looney Tunes but Logan. 3D <laughs> <laughs> point to Dale <laughs> locked up is when an American teenager gets bullied at her school in Southeast Asia she fights back and gets sent to a reform school but the school is more like a prison and the young teenager must fend off predatory guards and menacing gangs to survive I it mean apart horrible. from the word prison I've got <laughs> <Yeah>. nothing <laughs> mine was locked up as well <laughs> there was more God. danger in mine yeah. right film three also more mental shit <laughs> <laughs> film three is Christian Mingle, the movie. Sorry. Christian Mingle. <laughs> Mingle. Who is Christian Mingle? <laughs> Christian Mingle. This is all about at Christmas time, there's a big old party at the church and everyone's mingling and everyone's just kind of having a good old Christian mingle at the church and they're exchanging red wine and everyone gets a little bit too drunk and they all kind of admit slowly to each other that they don't believe in God. Okay. <laughs> uh, my mind's uh, it's about a guy called Christian and right. he's actually he's agoraphobic he never goes outside and the whole the title of the film actually should be Christian comma mingle there's people <laughs> trying to get him out of his out of his slump and trying to get him back into the real world there we go that's all I've got <laughs> right it's a point for Cardi oh. <laughs> Christian Mingle the movie is about a marketing executive tries to find Mr. Right on the Christian dating website Christian Mingle yeah. oh god so it's not personal I've seen <laughs> no. it <laughs> when, when impressing her dream guy ends in disaster, Gwyneth gets in touch with her spiritual side. And realises slowly that she doesn't believe in God. Who's watching that? <laughs> Shite. I'm on now. I'm going to watch all these. Right. Film four okay. is Kid Cannabis. Oh, I've, I've seen the thumbnail you've, for that. You've seen this. No, I've seen the thumbnail for that, but I have no idea what it is. I know it's a, a guy who looks a bit like Fat Jonah Hill. <laughs> and um, I want to say he's a nerd who um, finds out that he can make money selling weed and then he's, it's his rise to the top. So it's a bit like Breaking Bad, but for yeah, a but it's lower a grade. Well. It's, exactly it's, it's, like, go. it's like how high. So, <laughs> so mine is, yeah, it's the high school comedy version of Breaking Bad. It's basically Pineapple Express, but shit. And um, yeah, it's about a kid who his parents are away for the summer, so he starts a weed business up in the pool of his back garden and starts selling it and gets in trouble with local gang members and it ends with a big old like shootout and police rescue him right as his parents come home from summer holiday it is very pineapple express it's basically my idea but you just added loads of detail to it so you've got the advantage wow (laughs) based on that I'm going to give it to Dale what (laughs) okay did he go too far away that was the problem well I think like you say he did just steal your I idea <laughs> it's obviously about one thing <laughs> what what none of you did get was basically this is an 18 year old high school dropout and his 27 year old friends start trafficking marijuana across the border of Canada oh, in order to make money and their lives are changed forever is he a nerd unbelievable I mean he looks like a nerd he, I don't he know does how look a bit like a <laughs> <laughs> right last one which is the one that I've seen catwalk tales from the cat show circuit Go on, Curly. Oh, I think I've got an idea. Shall I go first? No. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is a film, like a parody film, kind of Spinal Tap-esque about cat fashion shows. That's it. That's sort of what I've got. What have you got? Mine is, it's 
uh, it is like a, a film about supermodels but it's like sort of like Lady and the Tramp where they're all cats but they talk and act like human beings it's just like an animated version of like a film about supermodels trying to be each other I don't know what <laughs> supermodels do model probably Cuddy whoa so Catwalk is a documentary <laughs> okay meet the fascinating felines and the people who pamper them in this whimsical look at the ins and outs of Canada's competitive cat show circuit no, I think I, I, with Canada I, again I thought, did you do this while we were in Canada <laughs> I thought I actually knew this one but I thought it was a mockumentary not an actual no so I have watched this and it might as well be a mockumentary oh, but it is fucking bizarre why, why have you good. watched this um, so me and um, my friend actually it was sort of like in the months before I left my previous job when I was living in Bath and moved here we started having like uh, movie nights where we'd find like like strange documentaries and this started with Fire Festival mm-hmm. and obviously that, that is yeah. that is an amazing sort mm. of like you know you're watching it and each minute you're like how can this get worse oh it got worse wait did you watch the Netflix one or the, the Netflix one okay. mm-hmm. um, so then it was just kind of, it came like a thing that each Sunday we'd go around to my friend's flat and we'd try and watch a weird documentary so Catwalk was one of them have you ever seen the one that's about the the um, little golfers no. Yes, I have. That's terrifying. Yeah. Like it's really weird. It's about like people like professionals about like, six-year-olds golfers, yeah, golfers yeah. and like watching their parents like bully Sh- these yeah. six-year-olds. Parents. It's horrible. Yeah. Is Catwalk worth watching? Um, it's quite low budget, but it is quite. If you like, so I quite like cats anyway. Yeah. Um, but um, it's quite funny to watch mad like housewives that have got nothing better to yeah. do than like pamper cats just getting really bitchy about each other oh because God. they don't like it like one of the I think the cat's called Oolala which is like this fur, furry you know big furry Persian cat right, thing okay. and it's like how it like storms onto the circuit and like wow. the previous cat like winner is just very angry Amazing. oh my God. Wow. That's a story <laughs> of Talladega Nights you won 3-2 yeah proud of yourself yeah I won last week as well do you remember that what well, me and you played last week, and I won. Yeah, uh, a lot of nonsense <laughs> going around recently. No. Do you want? Do you want another point? No, I don't care. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I was going to say something. I, I was going to. I was going to try and recite the uh, the man from <laughs> Come Dine Me. Who goes? Hope you're happy yourself. <laughs> oh yeah. What a sad <laughs> little life. <laughs> you I, I forgot half halfway so through. It's all the decorum of a reversing dump truck with no tires on. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, take your money and get out of my house. <laughs> I love that guy. So this is Brent. Look at cameras as well. Yeah. So good. Oh, what a hero. Right. Let's have some feedback. All right, I'm up first, and it's my vanity session here because these are people responding to the film known as Citizen that you wrote. That I wrote, and the island ripped me off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is from Daryl Anthony. And I'm going to read the subject line out. We don't always do that, but I thought might as well because it says, Dale is more brilliant than I thought. Aww. So I think I did, didn't I? Yeah, <laughs> I did write it. So. Yeah, but you read it. Uh, hey, guys, I've been listening to your pod since 500. Great job. That's what he's been listening to it since 500. So we've got Six, a new. Five. We have a new listener. Welcome. <laughs> we don't have many of them. They're, <laughs> they're normally like, I've been listening since 84. You've or decided something. within six weeks that you're brilliant. That is good, actually. Yeah, he hasn't heard the rest of the show. Uh, Great job there. I've been so enthralled with you that I went back and started... Oh, here we go. Started listening from as far back as Spotify keeps, which is 68. 
After wow. listening to a very enjoyable pod about Link's Awakening, which I'm very excited about, I was highly surprised by Dale's short piece, Citizen. <laughs> short piece. Uh, <yeah>, I've never <laughs> heard it called that before, short piece. Uh, it yeah, actually yeah. sounds like something that could be big. So I say someone should kickstart it for you. It's already been made, Daryl. I've made this film. It's out there for you to watch, mate. Does he mean um, like as a feature length? Yeah. It's not a feature, mate. It's short. I don't know if I could extend it. <laughs> like the cat it. escaping the burning building. Yeah. Uh, I'd offer, but I'm broke as shit. Sorry, Dale. <laughs> it's fine, because it's already been made. And, it's, <laughs> <laughs> and he put his name as Ab- Abracadaryl. Abracadaryl. <laughs> It's the magic man, I guess. (laughs) People like your film. Uh, Daryl, thank you very much, mate. Uh, It's already been made. Check it out. What's the easiest way to find it? Uh, Citizen short film, and then also type in Dale Driver. I guess that'll probably help as well. Yeah, probably will. Yeah. Uh, Right, this is someone else talking about Citizen as well. This is from Eric. (laughs) Eric Renelt. Renelt? I guess so. Regarding Dale's, in inverted commas, original idea (laughs) for Citizen, and he spelt Citizen C1T1ZEN. How is it spelt? Just the traditional way, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Just just the word Citizen. That's it. Uh, has he ever heard of the 2008 movie The Lazarus Project starring Paul Walker sounds like his idea isn't so original Ooh, after all I have not seen this film I have not and I don't know much about it I remember seeing the name of it somewhere but not when did you make this film? Uh, 2014 oh so, so yes. sounds like you did copy the film you've never seen yeah <laughs> I'm actually going to read what the plot of The Lazarus Project <laughs> is afterwards uh, but yes I mean Dare I say, I didn't think it was 100% a complete original idea. It was um, no slightly de- slightly derivative of some things. I just tried to find my own unique take of it. You did, you did. Yeah. Um, some, I don't want to spoil Shutter Island, but some people thought it was similar to that. I, I can absolutely see where they're coming from, yeah. and I have I seen Shutter Island. Shutter Island. Yeah, it's very good. Although, I dare I say, in Sh- are we spoiling Shutter Island? No, yeah. we're not. In Shutter Island, that's all about his... He's creating these situations where this is the prison guards. Are, well, the prisoners are creating this. Sorry, the officers are creating this situation for the yeah. prisoners. Right. So that's where it different. Well, different. We weren't spoiling it, but there we go. There we go. I spoiled it. Where's Citizen Two? Uh, in the back of my mind somewhere. Let's kickstart that. <laughs> right. What have we got here? We got one from Luke Davis who has been uh, says I've been listening to the podcast for quite a while and wanted to offer a huge congratulations on oh, 500 nice so here's it. the 500 more I see I like to read out the little nice bits that Joe refuses to read I think we're yeah. deserving of some praise I don't, I don't know why Joe's like gets embarrassed about that it's yeah. nice mm. it's nice to be nice he gets it enough some of us don't yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Give, give, us more, give us more we don't have all our little side gigs I'm sorry what? <laughs> oh, right, okay, okay. I was like what are you talking about what's he been doing and then I realised what you're on about got his other famous podcast hasn't yeah. he <clears throat> after a bit of friend he's after a bit of friendly advice what <laughs> just laughing about the silence yeah he'll like, <laughs> love that right Back to Luke. As a kid, I had all the time in the world to play games on the PlayStation and complete storylines over and over. Some childhood favourites include Bugs Bunny Lost in Time. That's so an absolute f- banger. <laughs> Is it actually good? I loved that kid. Okay. Loved that kid. Loved that game when I was a kid. <laughs> Siphon Filter and Resident Evil Two. Bangers, both bangers. Bit of a contrast, I know. I was a strange child, but now as a 25-year-old guy living in the city, working in media, it can be hard finding the time to sit down and get into a game. Mm. So I was, it. I was wondering if you could suggest a handful of PS4 games I could easily dip in and out of without losing the magic of a gripping storyline. Not a big fan of RPGs, but open to any suggestions. Mm. So nothing really with a. St- 
plot no. that you can have you use. heard of this game called Rainbow Six Siege <laughs> we may have mentioned it once or twice it's good uh, yeah. Borderlands 3 is also perfect because that's actually good because you don't give a need to give a fuck about the story yeah because I personally don't some people yeah. do if you do mm-hmm. all the best to you yeah, just um, play a couple of missions at a night yeah you yeah, could easily do side yeah. missions yeah. Uh, yeah. Borderlands is a good one on the back of that always Overwatch yeah on the back of that I would suggest um, Destiny and Destiny 2 is about to go free to play with almost sort of probably about two thirds of its content okay. is about to go free those are all like if you enjoy what if he doesn't enjoy shooting people in the yeah, face um, what I would suggest No Man's Sky if you're well yes. into building stuff you Goose can, Game or was that that's not that's on yeah, No yeah. Man's Sky is a good shout. Yeah, because you, you can just chip just away at building like a big base. You don't have to or... do anything. You could just explore. And yeah. then when you're bored of exploring for email, you run out of time. Yeah. Uh, leave I, it. I'm always willing to promote The Witness for something you can jump in and out mm. of at any time because that is an incredible game. Yeah, yeah. it can be quite stressful though. Mm-hmm. Nah. <laughs> if you've got a mind like mine, Dale. <laughs> Also, as just as he's got, he's got postscripts here as well. Okay. Honestly, found myself walking around the shop in search of a bag of revels during the endless search a couple of weeks ago. Turns out Tesco Express on City Road in Cardiff is too arrogant to stock such a treat. I don't. You don't see them around much anymore. Maybe I'm not looking in the right place. The lesser seen revel. They're Red Sea, but when you do, you really got a revel in it. Fuck off. Got some feedback here from Ryan Turner, who says, "Hello, lads. Hello, Ryan. After Ryan. listening to you all go on about siege for ages, I it finally get, <laughs> I finally gave it a go during the free weekend. So I had won the last ten days or so, I think, yeah. which we really should have told people about. Yeah. Uh, so he loved it. it, loved it instantly, and bought it for a tasty. He loved it instantly. Oh yeah, my god, that's and bought it for a tasty six pound eighty. Oh, that's wow, a, that's, that's a bargain. A that's a bargain for hundred hours. I didn't of, expect someone to love it instantly because I think like it's hard. Yeah, I, at first, I like when you don't instantly. know anything and other people are just masters that you're playing against. Mm. I can imagine it's quite intimidating at first. Yeah, it's not, yeah. You really got to know those maps, I yeah. think, to fully get. But that stick game. with it. Play it it's for a few days. Well, he bought it and he's yeah. enjoying it. His question for us is: What games have you reluctantly tried to <laughs> tried due to people fucking banging on about? Mm. Saying we're banging on about yeah. it, and um, played it and then loved Skyrim. Oh, only because I, I loved Fallout, uh, but I high fantasy is not my cup of tea <laughs> normally so I actively avoid things I've never played The Witcher either for That's similar mad. reasons I know right but for similar reasons uh, but I remember I was at university at the time and just everyone was just going on about Skyrim telling me about all these and other people having stories that I couldn't be involved with Yeah. and then I saw it go on sale for 20 quid and I was like fine I will give it a go and then 100 hours later I was still playing Skyrim and loving it yeah I think mine is now my favourite game of all time Overwatch for the first year and a half that game was out I never played it mainly because I would listen to this podcast and people would bang on about it Mm. and stuff and but I never had friends who played it and I never really fancied it I never really played that many online games because yeah. none of my friends really played Overwatch at all I think with but that, once I was into it oh my god is it good I think with that and Siege it's definitely it. the experience definitely helps when you play them as a team and I know I was saying earlier about playing Borderlands on my own but I think those games they're really hard to play on your own and get a mm-hmm. lot of enjoyment mm-hmm. out of you it's about working together as a team and yeah, that makes so it so much I've owned because I obviously play Overwatch on PC which is not sort of like what the IGN team have, have yeah. got so I've basically only ever solo queued for oh, Overwatch really? but the the I think the important distinction there is like I always play it in quick play like I okay. I no, did competitive for about two seasons and when you're on your own it's a pretty toxic Especially environment to be you're in. constantly being judged for mm. who you're picking yeah like alternatively he asks are there any that people have gone on about and you've ended up hating and now trust those people a little less oh god 
There was. That's harder because yeah. rarely do I think that people bang on about are actually bad. Mm. But the amount of t- I've tried playing Destiny about four or five times now, and I just I've just realised now it's not for me. Is I mean, it? Where? When was the last time you played it? About a month ago. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It just doesn't doesn't go with me. Doesn't vibe. I just I I feel like the older I get the less likely I am to give things a shot when mm-hmm. like because you you know your time is so like valuable you want to spend it doing the things that you really want yeah. to do and really enjoy and I feel like you could tell me something's the greatest game in the world but yeah. if I don't like the look of it I'm probably not going to it it's very similar to me with Souls games I've tried all of yes, them now never mm-hmm. done that. tried all of them about three or four times between them and they, I've just realised <laughs> that I just don't find them fun I appreciate yeah. the hell out of them so that's but they're my. Not, yeah. They're just not fun for me. This that is my answer to this is that like it, it took me until sort of last year to actually get around and, and Bloodborne was the first one I played, um, and I really really like that. I've not done a huge amount of it. Actually, I've only played Dark Souls one, mm. and I've not finished it yet. But I largely because sort of like Sekiro came out, and also when I stopped playing it, I, I'm in a place called Sen's Fortress, which is a bit of a fucker, and I do really mean to go back to it, but. Sense Fortress comes after if you've heard of Blight Town. Yeah. Blight Town's just an absolute shit of a place and I hope <laughs> never, ever, ever to have to return oh, to it. Blight, Blight Town. Is it Blight Town one with the, all the thin walkways? Yeah. There's a I lot of little walkways compared to try. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's an absolute I don't like the person that designed that. <laughs> I hope <laughs> never to have to interview them. Um and I've got all the other like I've got Dogs Dark Souls three is one of those ones where I feel like I'd quite like to do that over like a Christmas break. But there are so many games that have come out That's, this year yeah. that probably something like Link's Awakening is gonna be my Christmas yeah. game, I think. It's not gonna happen. But um basically I turns out I do really like the Souls games that's another example actually I just remember for Breath of the Wild so I just I just don't really like Zelda games I've never really cared about them and the art style doesn't speak to me like every time Mm -hmm. Um, but I played Breath of the Wild just because everyone in this office would not start going on about it and I actually although I don't like it as much as a lot of people I still really had a good time and I finished it I think I'm in a similar boat to you with that um, Ryan says P.S. McCoy's Nacho Cheese Flavor Muchos are absolute dynamite feels like they feel like I just feel naughty eating those sort of crisps. It's, yeah, it's they too, are fucking good. Too I, bad. For I only you. bought like a bag from when they came out, and I had, haven't had them since. But they were good. <laughs> they were good. Um, if you've got any games that people bang on about that you've either loved or hated, and mm. therefore love or hate that person, let us know. At IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN yeah. dot com. And if anyone else wants to. Um, tell Dale of any things he ripped off of his film <laughs> yeah. Citizen please send in all the influences we'll what? read them all out I can say, I can send you more films as well and you can tell me how what else I ripped off <laughs> <laughs> amazing uh, thank you for listening we've got to have a bit of music I do you know what oh, is, speak, is it what too about? obvious to play some Cyanide Wild Hearts or do we play a bit of the Amazing Joker score Oh, you're going to edit this aren't you do you know what we'll go Sayonara Wild Hearts <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. because in a couple of weeks when we go fully into Joker That's and true, yeah. a bit right. of a spoiler cast for it we'll play some Joker music yeah. so here's a bit this is going to be Matt's choice of song from Sayonara yeah. Wild Hearts and I don't know what it is yet
a world saturated with glossy facades comes a podcast that's breaking barriers. This is Reppin. It's where we do a deep dive into subjects like belonging, to mental health, to courage, and more. On Reppin, you'll meet the faces you think you know and discover their untold stories. It's real, it's intimate, and it gives you insight into the real person behind the images. In a world of pretense, Reppin strips it all down. No filters, no facades. Learn and be empowered and find inspiration through thought-provoking stories that resonate with your journey. Every episode is an exploration into the truths and values that make us who we are. Representation, it's not just about race or gender. It's about you. Reppin ensures that every voice is heard. Every story is valued. So be seen, be heard, and be represented. Listen to Reppin wherever you get your podcasts.